Wednesday, February the 23rd. Thank you guys so much for listening this morning. Thank you for checking in. You can call us. You can text us at 702-364-9400. Raul is checking in this morning. So is Brian S., Rick Diane, and Sarah. Turtle and Booble. Jim in Michigan. Jan, Rudy, Sandel, Zach, Lance is checking in. So is Cujo. Brandon, uh, the Texas Moore family, uh, Aiden is listening this morning. Also uh, checking in on Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM. We have Martin, we have Dawn, we have JD, we have Mike, and we have Sarah listening. Thank you so much for that. Good morning. Good morning to you. How you doing? How, how was your, uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday, right? Today yeah. is Wednesday. Short work week. How was your Tuesday? How it, you doing over It there? was really good. I had a good uh, Wednesday. I had, uh, I, I kind of got stuck here for a little bit yesterday i got uh, i had some stuff i had to get done um and then after that i ran over to uh an appointment i had i was getting my nails done i was very excited it's been a very long time and then my daughter had a basketball game yesterday afternoon so that was uh they won and it was a very good game and uh both teams did very well but i did notice the parents on the other team were super vocal and screaming. Oh and no! It was it was kind of it was at first I thought it was kind of funny, but then they were screaming at the refs, and then it was starting to bother me. Like it, 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 at first it was all in good fun. It's like, oh come on, that wasn't a foul, or aren't you going to call fouls? And I was like, okay, you know, I've been there before where I thought, you know, they they should have called a foul, and I, I I'd say something like foul but not scream it well they start screaming at the refs like that's a foul that's a foul and i was just like oh my gosh they were those parents i wear your glasses at refs. oh man i felt really bad for the refs but at first i was mad because the one of the dads yelled foul and then the ref called a foul i'm like oh you are he is he is putting it in their head and then and then after that the ref started stopped listening to them which was kind of nice but how often did she have games does she have multiple games throughout the week or is it are we are there certain days that i'm just i'm just not picking up on the certain days when does she have have her games it's it it varies Mm -hmm. she usually has uh two a week uh i think this was her last game and then the playoffs start i believe but are we in the playoffs oh yeah yeah their their team is really really good um they there's a she's a seventh grader on this team that, that has mostly eighth graders but um some of these eighth grade girls are insane i'm just like wow you'll you will be playing basketball in college for sure like oh, they're so cool really good it's really cool to see them at this young of an age like so good so yeah that was kind of my night went home we uh had some dinner and uh that was about it for us. How was your night? Well, just a couple of questions for you. Sorry, um, but like, so are there are there certain schools that have reputations as having those parents or having like those players that are I don't know maybe a little rougher when in a game they're more likely prone to, to foul and you notice that with the parents too they're a little bit louder. I'm not sure if there is for high school for middle school. It just, it, you know, it varies with the incoming classes. You know, mm-hmm. you could be that school one year and then that class goes away and then the new class comes in. And I would even go so far as to say is our school has been that way with certain parents in the past. You know, it's just, it's like rotating. It's constantly you know? changing through with the kids yeah. lately. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen 
parents on, and it wasn't even basketball. It was like on a, a volleyball team where one dad uh, from our school would just scream. And I'm like, oh my gosh, stop. This is embarrassing. And then I, I did it. It wasn't at a school tournament, but we were on a travel tournament. And I was sitting right by the ref. And there was something that she didn't call. Oh, she called a ball out when it was. I thought it was in. And I go, that was in. Come on. But I didn't think she heard me. I just said it to myself. And she looked down at me. She's like, is there anything else you'd like to say? I was like, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I felt really bad. It's a whole world. These yeah. high school and middle school sports and the way the stuff that the refs have to go through and some of these parents that are just over the top with their kids and stuff. And even some of the kids, though, kind of get pretty, pretty intense with the whole thing. Yeah, it, it really does get intense. But yeah, it was uh, it was a fun night. So how awesome. about you? Good. I, I had a great day yesterday. I went out to uh, the race is going to be in town next weekend. So I was out at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for a few hours doing a couple things for Channel 8 and, and got to ride in some cars, which was a blast. We ended up doing 165 miles per hour around that track which is just which is just nuts because the cars themselves come race day are doing 185 190 and those those turns if you've never been out to the track and actually on the track those turns the bank it's like it's almost like the the, in essence a three-story differential between the the ground floor and how high those turns get and to think of cars going sometimes three and they were saying sometimes even four wide at 185 miles per hour it just blows my mind what these drivers go through out there on the track. It's just, it's insanity out there. It's, yeah, it's pure for insanity. People who say, oh, all they do is turn left. It's like there's so much more to it that people do not understand. Oh, it's a, it's a science. And, and, and for, for people, doubters, go out there, do the ride along, just alone in one car. No other cars out there on the track and feel the intensity. And then imagine 40 cars around you at that speed. It's just, it blows my mind when I get a chance to do that. So, what those drivers go through, those, those athletes go through when they're out there at the track. So, that for a couple of hours, then got home and, and went to the gym. Got gym was packed last night. Packed. I haven't seen that crowded in a long time. And and I felt like it was a lot of uh, younger kids too, almost like high schoolers there. So I don't know if that's a, a thing for high schoolers to be going to the gym because I've never really noticed that before uh, at, at my gym. But it was packed last night. So got a workout in and had a nice dinner and it was a good night last night. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, Maybe it's like the new mall, you know? I think so. What the mall used to be. <laughs> Actually... At downtown Summerlin, the weekend, it's like all kids. <laughs> They're just in their packs going around. And my daughter is included in that. She's like, we're going downtown Summerlin. <laughs> so like that's the place to go, that in the gym, apparently. They were, and I noticed there were packs, too. There were like a group of guys yeah. over here, a group of girls over there. I'm like, oh, there's one pack. There's another pack. There's a pack that's just hanging out. There's a pack that's working you out. Spot me, brah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we have a great show coming up this morning. We have a lot of really cool prizes to give away, including tickets to see Usher coming up in the nine o'clock hour and right now let's get things started it's time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear i'll make love to you by boys to men do you want to hear you get what you give by new radicals Here, that's not my name by the Ting Tings. They call me Hell. They call me Stacy. They call me Hell. They call me Jane. That's not my name. That's not my name. All 
All I see is all the TikToks that use this song right now. Okay, tweet us with your votes. At Mercedes in the AM, vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Mercedes, tell everyone about that show you're watching, Inventing Anna. I need a second to pull something up here. Okay, so the show is about Anna Delvey, and she says she's a German heiress, and she's extremely wealthy, but she can't get the money from her father's trust that she left her. And why are you talking like that? That's how she talks. In case people don't know. I I think it's spot on. If you see the show, you know what Mercedes (laughs) is doing. If you didn't, you're like, why are you talking like that all of a sudden? Anna Dolby. <laughs> well, if you've been on Netflix recently, I mean, you've probably seen at least the title on there because it, the new limited series is currently the number one show on Netflix in the country right now. And it's based on a true story, like Mercedes said. And here, this is the interesting part. Netflix reportedly paid the real Anna $320,000 to make their series about her. And a lot of people were upset about that. But I don't know. Are you going to go into it? Like what, what, where, the money, where the money went? What do you got? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. So she used it to pay all her bills. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah. So she's not like sitting there in the, like the lap of luxury. Um, I because I was like, man, I'm, because there's there's a law called the Son of Sam law that you know was enacted after the Son of Sam. They offered him a book deal, and they, th- this law says that you cannot profit. Um, off of your crimes. So a lot of people were like, what the heck? Why is she now profiting off of this? Well, there's some other law, and I can't remember the name of it. There's a whole article on this on BuzzFeed um, where she, if she's using the money to pay off and, and, and rectify the situation, then something's okay or whatever. So she is paying back all these banks that she defrauded and people she defrauded and stuff like that. It's a whole thing. And it's, and it's a girl from Ozark that plays Ruth. It's a girl that plays Anna. So it's, uh, yeah, it's the number one show out there right now. We might have a, a daytime talk show feud on our hands. Wendy Williams, she's been out sick from her show for quite some time. And it feels like we still don't know exactly what's wrong with her or how serious it is. But her producers have decided not to wait around any longer. And Charity Shepard has officially been named her replacement. She'll take over Wendy's time slot in the fall with a new show called Sherry. Now, Wendy's reps claims that Wendy understands their decision. But after he said that, Wendy posted a message saying she never authorized him to speak about it. So this could get interesting. But by the way, so based on fall ratings, can you guess what the number one daytime talk show was? Because Wendy Williams was number five. I was kind of shocked by that. Wendy Williams was number five based on fall ratings overall. Can you tell me what the number one daytime talker is? Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson is four. Mm. I didn't know this guy was still in the air. I thought the show ended. Oh, Dr. Oz? Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Oh, wow. Phil is number one. Live with Kelly and Ryan is number two. Ellen DeGeneres is three. Clarkson is four. And then Wendy Williams sitting at number five as far as the fall overall ratings for daytime talk shows. And then speaking of ratings, the 2022 Winter Olympics were the least watched Olympics on NBC. They were down. 42% 42% from the 2018 games. I did not watch one competition. I was in and out. Anything I saw was like just replay the next day on TV or online. It wasn't like destination viewing for me. I'll tell you that much. It wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to see this. I would catch it on, um, so 4 o'clock in the morning, 
from 4 to 4.30 on NBC, you would get it live. So I would watch that, and they'd be kind of doing some recaps. But outside of that, I was the same way. I didn't watch any of it during primetime. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. It used to be very exciting like to see, but... I don't know. Maybe it's just because the availability of it and the hours were all weird. Who And by the time it aired, yeah, you already yeah. knew what happened. I think that has, I, I bet you that's a big factor when it comes to Olympics. Is it? Is it here? Is it, what's the time difference? Is it a day ahead it's when like the results an, are already out there? Yeah, because I would see stuff in the morning th- at this time and it wasn't going to air until tonight. So it's pretty much almost yeah, a day ahead. Social media ruined the Olympics. Yeah. The Oscars are trying a few different things this year. Multiple hosts. There's a fan vote category, and they're going to present eight awards that we don't really care about before the actual live broadcast, then edit them into the show. Categories like documentary short, film editing, original score, production design, live action short. The Academy says they're doing it to, quote, provide more time and opportunity for audience entertainment and engagement, which is code for making the show less boring, which I think it should be. These, I think these people should be honored. Awesome. But we don't need to see the film editor give a three-minute speech. It just takes up time. It really does. And that, and it's no disrespect, but we just we just don't know you, and we just probably don't care. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, they're, they're putting on a TV show, and yeah. they want to make it entertaining. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1573. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, February 23rd. I think uh, you mentioned it earlier, just kind of a little thrown off with the, the days of the week. What day is it? Just being that we had Monday off, and I know a lot of you also did, so... This morning I woke up, I'm like, okay, Tuesday, let's get in that Tuesday mindset. Let's do this. I'm like, it's Wednesday. I love it. I did the same thing. For me, it was when I got into my car and opened the garage door. I'm like, ah, I didn't take out the trash last night. I go, wait, the trash came yesterday. Today's Wednesday. Fresh start. Here we go, baby. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Now that you mentioned that, I just remembered uh, yesterday was our trash day also. And uh, it was windy. And so we're leaving the neighborhood to go to my daughter's game and we turned down the one of the streets in my neighborhood and all of a sudden I wasn't paying attention because my husband was driving I was looking at my phone and all of a sudden we just hit the brakes and he screams that word so loud and my other daughter's in the back seat and we're like, oh, and someone's trash can just like blew smack dab in the middle of the street. Like the, and it was sitting upright. It almost looked like someone wheeled it out. It's like a ghost is pushing out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that was in the middle. And then I know this had nothing to do with the wind, but I can't imagine it must have done to some, the damage that it did to someone's car. We were at um, Charleston and Jones and we saw two police officers on motorcycles and we're like, hmm, what's going on? And there were these gigantic like cinder blocks in the middle of the intersection that probably fell off of someone's truck or something. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope someone did not hit those. That must have done. (laughs) Have you ever have you ever hit something that was like left in the road? And you just didn't notice it or you just barely missed it? Oh, yeah. what happened to Laura, uh, I think it was the last time she was going to California. She was driving and there was um, she was going really fast and there was a cardboard box. And she noticed at the last second, instead of swerving, which she just, you know, braced herself and hit it head on. I think it was to be a cardboard box. The thing was, there was something inside that oh. cardboard box and it tore some part off the bottom of her car. 
And she had like about another 30 minutes to get to her, her destination. So she continued to drive the car. But yeah, she, she hit something and pff, it ripped something off of her car. AAA had to come out and it was a whole thing. But she saw it looked like a cardboard box, but yeah, there was something inside that box that did some damage to the car. Yeah, it's like I, I was always told just brace yourself and don't swerve because then you could do more damage. And just if you're going to hit something, just, you know, unless it's a person of course yeah uh, uh, but if there's something in the road just brace yourself and oh man the damage that that, that it will do is just un uh, like unreal i had a, a rental car last week and the, the first rental car i got i brought it back to my house and uh, i was doing some stuff inside and i go outside and i look underneath it and it, it is like dripping fluid like oh my god i didn't hit anything what's going on and i look under the bottom of the car and like the the protective covering on the front of it is missing oh no and i'm like oh great i i didn't hit anything i literally drove it from the rental car place to my house so, so i call them up and i'm like they're going to think it's me so i called them and said hey um i just noticed that um the bottom of the car like the protective covering is missing and she goes yeah we took that off because it tends to when people hit speed bumps it bottoms out and it gets caught, so we just removed it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that was issue number one. Second issue is that something is leaking really bad. She's like, oh, you're going to bring it back in. We'll change it out. But for a split second, I thought that, you know, someone hit something, ripped it off, and I'm going to get tagged for it. Yeah, that's a, th- that always makes me nervous when renting cars. I, I will be that person that goes around and, like, there was a scratch here. Yeah. There was a dent here. There, Like, I will mark everything on that picture. Like, you know they just want you to get in and get out. But I seriously will mark every single thing. That's smart. You don't want to return that thing. Like, ah, uh, the scratch in the back here. Like, whoa, it was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like there's all of a sudden uh, on my credit card, oh, a car. <laughs> you bought a car. No, I did not. Uh, on today's show, we got a lot going on. It's Wednesdays. So we have two truths and a lie. That's going to happen right around 630. And then about 15 minutes with the early edition of Heads Up. Get ready for a culinary experience. A $150 gift card to Fogo de Chon. We have it for you when you win Heads Up. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? On the way. BTS in LV. It is happening. We've got the details for you. Also, this is the one item that most Americans say they could not handle losing. And donuts, they're an indulgence as it is. But now they're collaborating with a beloved candy bar. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending on Mix 94.1. BTS is trending this morning. Get ready, Army. The boys are coming back to the States. Huge news. This time they are in our hometown for four nights. The announcement was made yesterday on social media and people just went crazy. They're continuing their world tour with the BTS permission to dance on stage at Las Vegas in April. Now the shows are going to take place at Allegiant Stadium on April 8th, 9th, 15th and 16th. They're also going to have a BTS permission to dance play over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, where if you can't make it into the concert, you can watch them as they show you the concert. They'll have all sorts of BTS activations there. You can get special BTS merchandise. It's going to be huge. It needs to be the first time a band sells out a stadium, then also sells out a satellite arena as well the same night at the same time. I, I really think this is going to be the biggest 
show like Vegas has ever seen. Shows, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just it's going to be insane. Now you can register to buy tickets now through Saturday through their verified fan club membership or through the verified Ticketmaster membership. They're uh, nominated for best pop duo and group performance at this year's Grammy Awards. Uh, we we were going crazy. My phone wouldn't stop buzzing yesterday. People were like, "Did you see this?" I mean. Uh, my daughter was freaking out. I was kind of freaking out also. It was really cool. This is their... Do you know what this is? It's their fan chance. Yes. BTS, Army Rules. BTS, Army Rules. That's not quite it, uh-huh. but, um, you know, y- you, we have plenty of time to teach you. I'm new. I'm new to the Army, but I'm all in, and I'm super excited. I'm, I'm just excited to see the excitement of the city and excited to see, I don't know, I, I, I get excited when someone is passionate about something, like you're passionate about BTS, your daughters are passionate. When something like this happens, I get excited about their excitement. Oh, man. I, I Honestly, like, we, I, I still, just talking about it, I get so excited just thinking about it. But, yeah, that's the fan chant, and that says all their Real names. If you listen closely, you can hear them saying. If you play it again, it's Army. BTS. So there you go. That's okay. all their names. Okay, let me let's try this. Let me bring Steph in. Let's try it with the R show. I'll, I'll start the chant. Okay. M I T M. Mercedes. J C. Steph. Mitch on traffic. <laughs> I love it. That's almost as good. We got some work Did to do. Did I miss anyone? Uh, I, I don't think Jesus. so. Oh, no, yeah. he's not a part of the show. Our boss when he's angry. <laughs> yeah, when he's hotlining us because we did something wrong. Um, so that is uh, definitely trending this morning. Is anyone else ex- as excited as I am? Because I literally, this was the topic of every conversation I was having. Oh, I don't uh, think I was, you're alone in excitement. I was I think joining there's... the, the uh, we like we're members of the we were already bts uh fan club members but we got my husband to join so we'd have a better chance at buying tickets so now he's a certified member of bts army like we were going insane i don't think you're alone i think the nation was going insane i'm so happy how many people across the country were kids and teens were asking their parents for trips to las vegas the world the world people will be here from all over the world to attend this so yes bts definitely trending this morning also trending this morning is smartphone a new poll that just came out shows that six in ten people say they cannot make it through a single day without their smartphone. Surprisingly, only three in ten people claim they never leave the house with their smartphone, and which I thought was really low. Three in ten, that's it? Like, who do you know that leaves the house without their phone? Oh, no, no, I always turn around. I'm a turnaround. Like, even when we go for a run or a walk, it's like, do you have your phone? Make sure you have your phone. Like, in case something happens, you got to have your phone. I, I was really shocked at that number. Those seem really low. But, but what do we depend on them the most for? It's not making calls. 68% of people use their smartphones to take photos. 64% use it as a clock. And 62% depend on it to get the weather forecast. And when it comes to what's most important to people these days, the poll finds that Nothing is more upsetting than losing your smartphone. Nearly half of the survey says it would be upsetting if they lost their phone. And that's more than the number who would stress out over losing their bank card. 
over losing their keys or even losing their wedding ring. They'd be more upset about losing their phone than their wedding ring. Yeah, I could see that, especially if you're not backing up. Hopefully you are backing up your stuff, but I, I, I lost my, what was destroyed or damaged, and I lost everything on it. And it was just years of photo. Photos, there's so many memories in, in your phone with photos and everything else. If you're not backing it up and you lose that, poof, stuff is gone. Yeah, I know. But if you can get that back, you're extremely lucky. Yeah. I remember when you lost that. I was just trying to go through all my photos and give you every photo it's I true. ever it, had it, of you. I have so much. <laughs> I, I go back to the beginning of my photos are all these random photos. I'm like, I don't remember taking I'm like, oh, that's right. Mercedes sent it to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything I can do to help. And then finally this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. If you like Krispy Kreme donuts and Twix candy bars, you're going to be excited to hear about three new donuts being rolled out. I mean, this just sounds like overindulgence at its finest. This is too much, in my opinion. But here's a rundown of their new uh, Krispy Kreme by Twix donuts that came out they've got a new caramel cookie crunch bar donut that is actually filled with a twix cookie bar it's like one of those bar shaped donuts and it's got a full size twix bar in it and then chocolate cream chocolate icy like it's just it's too decadent for me uh they also have a caramel cookie crunch original filled donut which is topped with twix cookie bar pieces uh and inside there's a salted caramel filling that's topped with uh with this drizzled dulce de leche uh cream on it and then there is the mini caramel cookie donut which is topped with cookie uh pieces it's just in, dipped in chocolate icing and some twix on top of it so that of the three sounds like the most uh, I don't know, moderate, I guess. These new donuts are available now for a limited time at participating locations nationwide, and that's what's trending. We want caller 20 right now. Pick up your phone. Give us a call. 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a delicious prize. We have a $150 dining card to Fogo de Chon. It is a culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites. You can win now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 stick around mercedes in the mornings what's trending on mix 94.1 bts is trending this morning get ready army the boys are coming back to the states Huge news. This time they are in our hometown for four nights. The announcement was made yesterday on social media and people just went crazy. They're continuing their world tour with the BTS permission to dance on stage at Las Vegas in April. Now the shows are going to take place at Allegiant Stadium on April 8th, 9th, 15th and 16th. They're also going to have a BTS permission to dance play over at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, where if you can't make it into the concert, you can watch them as they show you the concert. They'll have all sorts of BTS activations there. You can get special BTS merchandise. It's going to be huge. This needs to be the first time a band sells out a stadium, then also sells out a satellite arena as well the same night at the same time. I, I really think this is going to be the biggest show like Vegas has ever seen shows uh, mm-hmm. it's it's just it's gonna be insane now you can register to buy tickets now through Saturday through their verified fan club membership or through the verified Ticketmaster membership they're uh, nominated for best pop duo and group performance at this year's Grammy Awards uh, we we were going crazy my phone wouldn't stop buzzing yesterday people were like did you see this I mean 
uh, my daughter was freaking out. I was kind of freaking out also. It was really cool. This is their... Do you know what this is? It's the fan chants. Yes. BTS, Army Rules. BTS, Army Rules. That's not quite it, uh-huh. but, um, you know, y- you, we have plenty of time to teach you. I'm new. I'm new to the Army, but I'm all in, and I'm super excited. I'm, I'm just excited to see the excitement of the city and excited to see, I don't know, I, I, I get excited when someone is passionate about something, like you're passionate about BTS, your daughters are passionate. When something like this happens, I get excited about their excitement. Oh, man. I, I Honestly, like, we, I, I still, just talking about it, I get so excited just thinking about it. But, yeah, that's the fan chant, and that says all their Real names. If you listen closely, you can hear them saying. If you play it again, it's Army. So there you go. That's okay. all their names. Okay, let me let's try this. Let me bring Steph in. Let's try it with the R show. I'll, I'll start the chant. Okay. M I T M. Mercedes J C Steph. Mitch on traffic. <laughs> I love it. That's almost as good. We've got some work Did to do. Did I miss anyone? Uh, I, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. No, he's not a part of the show. Our boss when he's angry. <laughs> yeah, when he's hotlining us because we did something wrong. Um, so that is uh, definitely trending this morning. Is anyone else ex- as excited as I am? Because I literally, this was the topic of every conversation I was having. Oh, I don't think I you're was, alone in excitement. I was I think joining there's... the, f- the f- <laughs> we like, we're Members of the, we were already BTS uh, fan club members, but we got my husband to join, so we'd have a better chance at buying tickets. So now he's a certified member of the BTS Army. Like, we were going insane. I don't think you're alone. I think oh, the nation was going insane. I'm so happy. How many people across the country were kids and teens were asking their parents for trips to Las Vegas? The world. The world. People yeah. will be here from all over the world to attend this. So, yes, BTS definitely trending this morning. Also trending this morning is smartphone. A new poll that just came out shows that 6 in 10 people say they cannot make it through a single day without their smartphone. Surprisingly, only three in 10 people claim they never leave the house with their smartphone. And which I thought was really low three in 10. That's it. Like, who do you know that leaves the house without their phone? Oh, no, no, I always turn around. I'm a turnaround. Like, even when we go for a run or a walk, it's like, do you have your phone? Make sure you have your phone. Like, in case something happens, you got to have your phone. I, I was really shocked at that number. Those seem really low. But, but what do we depend on them the most for? It's not making calls. 68% of people use their smartphones to take photos. 64% use it as a clock. And 62% depend on it to get the weather forecast. And when it comes to what's most important to people these days, the poll finds that Nothing is more upsetting than losing your smartphone. Nearly half of the survey says it would be upsetting if they lost their phone. And that's more than the number who would stress out over losing their bank card, over losing their keys, or even losing their wedding ring. They'd be more upset about losing their phone than their wedding ring. Yeah, I could see that. Especially if you're not backing up. Hopefully you are backing up your stuff. But I, I, I lost my, what was destroyed or damaged, and I lost everything on it. And it was just years of photo. Photos. There's so many memories in, in your phone with photos and everything else. If you're not backing it up and you lose that, poof, stuff is gone. Yeah, I know. But if you can get that back, you're extremely lucky. Yeah. I remember when you lost that. I was just trying to go through all my photos and give you every photo it's I true. ever it, had it, of you. I have so much. <laughs> I, I go back to the beginning of my photos with all these random photos. I'm like, I don't remember taking and I'm like, oh, that's right. Mercedes sent it to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything I can do to help. And then finally this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. If you like Krispy Kreme donuts and Twix candy bars, you're going to be excited to hear about three new donuts being rolled out. I mean, this just sounds like 
overindulgence at its finest. This is too much, in my opinion. But here's a rundown of their new uh, Krispy Kreme by Twix donuts that came out. They've got a new caramel cookie crunch bar donut that is actually filled with a Twix cookie bar. It's like one of those bar-shaped donuts, and it's got a full-size Twix bar in it. And then chocolate cream, chocolate icy, like, it's just... It's too decadent for me. Uh, they also have a caramel cookie crunch original filled donut, which is topped with Twix cookie bar pieces. Uh, it, and inside there's a salted caramel filling that's topped with uh, with this drizzled dulce de leche uh, cream on it. And then there is the mini caramel cookie donut, which is topped with cookie uh, pieces. It's just in, dipped in chocolate icing and some Twix on top of it. So that of the three sounds like the most... Uh, I don't know, moderate, I guess. These new donuts are available now for a limited time at participating locations nationwide, and that's what's trending. We want caller 20 right now. Pick up your phone. Give us a call. 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a delicious prize. We have a $150 dining card to Fogo de Chon. It is a culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites. You can win now. Just be caller 20. Pick your category pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you are going to win caller 20 plays 702-364-9400 it's time for heads up with mercedes in the morning on mix nutty 4.1 good morning jen you're caller 20 you ready to play heads up yeah, I'm excited. All right. Nice. We want to send you off to a nice dinner at Fogo de Chon. We've got a $150 dining gift card for you. If you win, just get six answers in 60 seconds in one of these categories. Do you want to go with tie the knot, jumping jacks, or banana bread? Let's go with tie the knot. Tie the knot. Okay, February is National Weddings Month. These are all things that are associated with weddings. Now, who do you want all to right. pick as your partner? I'm going to pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jen, you got 60 seconds on the clock. This is so simple. You got this. Get six correct, and you get that $150 gift card to Fogo de Chon, and you start now. The bride marries the... Groom. Yes. This is the person who performs the ceremony. The... The pastor, the clergyman, the... Mm, let's pass it. Um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, this is when they send out a little card that says, hey, we're getting married. Uh, Invitation. No, it, right before that, just so you can block out this day. Date. Yes. This is the the little child that sprinkles rose petals everywhere. Flower girl. Yes. Or flower boy. Yes. This is uh, where you go after your wedding. You go on a honeymoon. Yes. This is what I put on your finger. A ring. Yes, nice. you got it. Woo-hoo! Nice job, Jen. Congratulations. Thank you. Jen, we love it. We love you for listening. And you got the $150 gift card to Fogo de Sean. Congratulations. We'll have more of these gift cards tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up at 625. Now, when you play Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, you get tickets to the Lumineers when you win Heads Up at 825. And then up next, we do it every Wednesday. Two Truths 
One lie. Are you ready? I am ready. Two of us will be telling you a true story, telling you something that is the truth. It doesn't have to be a long, elaborate story. It could just be a, a little-known fact. But one of us will be lying. We'll be just lying to your face. Can you tell who is doing what? Maybe you want to jump on Facebook uh, right now on our page, Mercedes in the Morning. You can watch us. We'll be live streaming. That might give you an idea as to who is telling the truth and who is lying. We play Two Truths and One Lie coming up next. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. Well, so you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday, we put you to the test. Two truths and one lie. Two of us will be telling you the truth about something. One of us is going to be lying to you. We do a little drawing right before we go on the air to determine who's doing what. So we both we have both prepared. Got our little pieces of paper, so we don't know until we look at the piece of paper. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's okay. Do it. Let's see. Who's oh. doing what? Okie dokie. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'll go first today. I actually kind of touched on this in the opening break, if you were listening, but I was trying not to go into too many details because I wanted to save it for this. But last night, my daughter had a basketball game, and the uh, there were a lot of parents from the other team that were like, screaming and at the refs at the girls um and at first it was oh, all wait, the, start the timer oh sorry oh my gosh yeah oh yeah is it in the Zip same it. spot yep. in the same spot <laughs> yeah, yeah it's in the yeah otherwise i could go on and yeah, on because we have a 30 second timer <laughs> uh here we go okay you got it yep. okay sorry um so it, um we were we were at the game and um they were yelling at the girls and at first it was all in good fun but then it it got personal. The lady next to me was screaming at her daughter, who was apparently my daughter. And she's like, get her. And every time my daughter would go near her, she'd be like, she's beating her up. It's foul. And finally, I turned to her and I go, she is not. And knock it off. And she looked at me and she's like, oh, you don't want to start with me. And so she and I got into an altercation. That's my story. She gave you the sassy finger like you don't want to start kind of thing. Yeah, she Ooh. was. But, but um, I do think believe she was serious. And then I kind of got scared. <laughs> What, what, okay, how long did this altercation last well, for? Well, see, she didn't realize that I was the mom of the person. Like, we didn't realize our daughters were guarding each other. That's the thing. Until she said my daughter's number. And that's oh. when I was like, oh, okay. And then she started talking kind of crap about her, how she kept fouling her daughter. And like, oh, come on, you're not going to call a foul on her and stuff. And so that's when I just had enough. And I actually had to hold my husband because he was about to you go say, What was Matt going to do? Yeah. yeah. I was worried about him. So that's why I spoke up first. And so that was basically Ooh, it. sassy mom or sassy. Almost got into a fight at my kid's basketball game. That's my story. That's oh my good. That's good. All right. Who wants to go next? The game is two oh, man, all kinds of blinders. Just in case you didn't know, it's two truths and a lie. Yeah, I want to remind you in case you just join us. You're like, what is she talking about? Uh, I'll go next because mine's a sports theme as well. Turn this off and hit my timer okay. starting now. We're going to go back to 1995 on this. I don't think I ever told this story on the air. But uh, I had the game-winning catch and a game of softball, intramural softball. It was Sigma Chi against Phi Delta Theta. And it was either 5-4 or 3-2 bottom of the ninth or whatever inning we did in intramurals and i was playing left field and then a couple guys on ball comes flying out to me i dive i've made the winning catch and we won the game sigma kai's defeated fight out the thetas to march on to victory back in spring of 1995 wow jc won the war you won the game with your winning catch my winning catch intramural game sigma kai's versus fight out the theta huh i've never 
in my how many years of knowing you have ever heard that you played softball? Oh, ever. I did never played softball. It was an intramural game, and I was a pledge, so I had to play. What, what does that mean? Um, it's uh, fraternities against fraternities, sororities against sorority. There's all kinds of different games. So they would do like softball, and maybe they did basketball, but I played in the softball game. Here's the thing that one little tidbit because of that, everyone thought I was like a big sports guy, like, oh, this is great. You can need to crush. They didn't know it was all luck. <laughs> Like you would have talked, it, like we've heard about your winning football catch yep. a million times, but that wasn't never. a winning catch. It was just a sixty-five yard catch. That's right, but we you tell us that all the time, but you never have said <laughs> it's like a weekly thing. Hey guys, <laughs> BTS is coming to town. Did I tell you I once had a sixty-five yard catch? But you never mentioned the winning softball catch. So I'm I forgot a about like, it. Hmm. I forgot about it. Had to rack my brain. One last question: What reminded you of this situation? Just racking my brain of like, okay, <laughs> let's go back to you know. This morning I went back to my socks from last week, which we back to '92. So I'm thinking of early college stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, 1995, spring of '95, huh, a young okay. pledge. Interesting. Is JC telling the truth or is he lying? You decide. All right, Steph, it is your turn. Let's get the uh, timer ready. You ready, Steph? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Talked about my days studying abroad in New Zealand and some of my roommates, I actually had four girl roommates and we, there was five of us in the flat is what we called it instead of in the apartment. And the girl next to my room, her name was Kira. Very sweet girl. But every single night she would talk to her mom on the phone for hours hours to the point where i would send her notes under the door saying like hey it's getting late like you got to get off the phone but every night my roommate kira would talk to her mom on the phone what was <laughs> what was that phone bill like i right i don't know i bet i mean she would talk so loud where was this in new zealand when i was studying abroad and where were you so you were in one bedroom she was in the other yeah but the walls were thin paper thin so every night she would keep you up every night you didn't say anything about it to her? I did a lot of things. I would text her. I would write notes to her. And it still continued every single night for months. I was there. And it was just, we talked about bad roommates on the show. And it was just, it got to the point where, like, I could not wait to move out. I had more mm. questions. Oh, man. You texted. What year was this? Uh, 2013. I feel like this is so simple that it could be a lie. You know? It's just her like. A roommate would talk to your mom all the time. But I mean that. But that I mean that's kind of like wow. Every single night, yeah. like whoa. But at the same, ah. How would you text her? We would have each other's number. We all had. I had a New Zealand phone. We all had each other's what numbers. What was your New Zealand phone number? What's the country oh code for New Zealand? Oh, I'll give oh my gosh, I want to say it's like six one. Mm. Gosh, I don't remember. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google. <laughs> yeah, please do. I would be interested in remembering because I I don't have my phone anymore. It's a little brick Samsung phone. <laughs> your New Zealand cell phone? Yeah, I have a little New Zealand cell phone. Mm-hmm. The country code for New Zealand is um, six four. Six four. All right. Who is telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400. You can call us or you can text us. And uh, you can also let us know on our Facebook page where we are live streaming right now. Tyler says Mercedes is lying because she always looks so nice. What? Well, that's nice, but that might be the lie right there. Navardo says JC is lying for sure. Uh, Frank says JC is lying. Only seven innings in softball. And he said nine innings. I believe I said I I forget exactly how many innings we played. Uh, It's 1995. On a a technicality there. Casey says Stephanie is the liar. Stephanie. (laughs) Anthony says Steph is lying. Let's go to our text lines. Uh, It says 
Martin says, LMAO, Steph is lying. This one says, I think Mercedes is lying. JC is lying. He threw out the other fraternities' names way too fast. All these years later, I can recall an event, but not all mm. those details. And then this one says, JC is lying. He can't even catch his own ball when he tosses it up. That's how that he got true. his black eye. That is very true. Exactly. Right. Okay, well, let's find out who is telling the truth and who is lying right now. Truth teller number one. Guys have no faith in me. My gosh. Oh, really? <laughs> it really wasn't that big of a thing. It wasn't like a big, you know, I was playing for the UNLV softball team. It was Sigma Chi against Phi Delta Theta in a fraternity softball game. It was uh, it was pure luck. But that was the funniest thing is afterwards, we're like, we should definitely make you a brother because we could use you in sports. I'm like, <laughs> that was luck. This is a one and done, buddy. That was luck, guys. It's not going to happen. I never played a game after that for Sigma Chi. All right. Truth teller number two. It's me, my roommate. And not only that, but she would also talk in Chinese, and I didn't understand a word she was saying. So she could be talking crap about me and all of her roommates, and I'd be like, ah, this lady's driving me crazy. Oh, that's so funny. Which means... I was the liar. I didn't get in a fight with anyone. Would I get in a fight with another parent? Maybe, but not last night. I thought you were telling the truth. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. I was just like, you know, whatever. Did you have a, did you have a couple weeks ago the sassy lady come at you in the front, in the bathroom? Oh, I have sassy ladies coming up to me all the time. <laughs> sassy ladies love me. She attracts the sassy ladies. <laughs> she gets all the time. We've got, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you're just joining us and you missed Two Truths and a Lie, we have the video posted. You can watch the entire thing and see our facial cues to see if you can pick up on who was lying and who was telling the truth from the beginning. Up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? A big victory for U.S. women's soccer. We're going to talk about that. Also, 40% of people say they do not feel comfortable using this in their daily lives and a company wants to pay you money to watch and write about this we're going to tell you what it is coming up next in the hot three it's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. The U.S. women's soccer team reached an agreement to end their battle with the U.S. Soccer Federation over equal pay. Players will split a $22 million settlement, which is about a third of what they had sought in damages. Another $2 million will be set aside to benefit players in their post-soccer careers and to help grow the sport for women. The USSF also committed to providing equal pay for the women's and men's national teams, including World Cup bonuses. Megan Rapino, she said, for our generation, knowing that we're going to leave the game in an exponentially better place than when we found it is everything and that's what it's all about because to be honest there is no justice in all of this if we don't make sure it never happens again so that was some good news yeah that's great news and great for them for doing it too equal pay it's about time for that and also too was it the women's soccer team or i just remember a couple years ago was it at the olympics it was an event where they showed like the the ladies the training facilities Versus the guys' training facilities, and we're like completely two different universes. Wasn't it at the? Yeah, I think it was at the Olympics, and it, it's like they had a couple pairs of dumbbells, and then yes. like the guys had just insane amounts of free weights and and bars, and just like yeah, it was just it, it's so. Was the was the WNBA when the ladies had put something out or something like that? Yeah, it was just like completely two different worlds. Like you, you can't, it has to be equal. You can't you can't be doing that stuff. I, I know it, but. 
it's like it's an uphill battle. Yeah. There's a, and this is a great step in that Big direction. Victory. It's not just in sports; it's in a lot of things. But it's really good to see some positive, uh, some positive movement on that end. Also, this morning in every math class across America. Just going back years and years and years, you're going to hear someone saying, when am I going to ever have to use this in my daily life? Well, in a new poll, 40% of adults say they do not feel confident about using numbers in their everyday life. And 20% would even avoid jobs that could involve dealing with numbers often. But people are willing to learn, at least now they're realizing that they need to. 37% say access to online tools would help them. And 25% think that clear explanations would make them feel more comfortable dealing with numbers. I just, I, I would love to go back in time to see my old uh, high school pre-calc teacher, Mrs. Carlson. And I just remember, she's like, you guys, because someone said that, like, when are we going to ever need this? And she's like, you guys won't be able to just walk around with calculators in your pockets everywhere you go. And now I just want to go back and be like, I do have a calculator in my pocket <laughs> everywhere I go now. You were wrong, Miss Carlson. You walk in. I am Mercedes <laughs> from the future. See this? This is a smartphone. Has a calculator and more. You were wrong. I can literally just ask the phone. What is this times this? There you go. There's, and there's calculators for everything, too. There is like a time. The only time we really use numbers on this show, at least on my end here, is calculating how long is a commercial break and when's the song gonna end where's that put us the start of a break and i would just literally just like try to jot that down I'm like wait there's got to be a time calculator and there are time calculators which is like the biggest game changer time calculators it's uh it's amazing what we can do with with this little so any numbers see my 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 magic device also makes phone calls this what? is that amazing i know right i mean that's that's the one thing i don't use it for i use it for basically everything else all right finally this morning love dogs love movies how about riding well the emotional support animal company Petable is looking to pay someone $1,000 to watch six feel-good dog movies and write a review. Now, we can sit here and debate on whether or not these are feel-good dog movies, because I think right off the bat, they're wrong. But the movie list is Marley and Me. Awful. Great movie. Nothing feel-good about that. It's that kind of ending, which yeah. was out there, too, because it was a book before it was a movie. Yes, exactly. A Dog's Journey. Because of Winn-Dixie, Eight Below, Lady and the Tramp, and The Call of the Wild. I mean, I'm already crying just reading this list of movies. Like, what? what these are not feel good. But you have to write after that, after you watch them, a 1,000-word review and rank each movie so it can be published on Pettable's blog. Now, the main requirement is you must love dogs, but... You don't have to have one. If this sounds like something you're interested in, you can fill out a director of doggy flicks application at Pettable.com. It is open until March 7th. Lady and the Tramp. I think I saw it once as a kid. Completely forget it. Was that a sad ending? Um, I don't think it was a sad ending. I think it was a cute ending. It was a cute ending with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Call of the Wild, sad ending. Yeah, that I know. Dog's Journey, Marley and Me. But wait, Dalmatians, uh, who was uh, Cruella? That was a different movie? That was 101 Dalmatians. And she had a coat made out of Dalmatians? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's bad. I know. Did you ever watch Cruella, though? The the live-action Cruella with uh, What's-Her-Face? Um, um, yeah, I didn't like girl. I have not, no. It's so good. It is so, 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 so good. I love that movie. It, it shows, like, why Cruella 
wanted to do that. It just goes back and shows how she was actually a pretty decent person back in the day. Coming up here in about 20 minutes, we have the dirt and Elton John has a midair scare. Scary details coming up uh, later on this hour. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. We were last hour talking uh, in two truths and one lie about uh, me getting into a fight with a parent at my kid's game last night. That was a lie. Some, I just got a text from someone like, you got in a fight? I'm like, no, I did not. That yeah, was a lie. Someone comes in for just a couple of <laughs> seconds like, what is going on? I did not get into any fight. I was just lying for the game. Um, everything was good. It was, it was a great game. It was a lot of fun. But I did not have a stranger accost me, nor did I accost a stranger. That did not happen. I had a stranger, uh, this is the truth, come up to me Monday morning at the gym and accuse me of something I was not doing. It was We had off on Monday morning, so this is probably 8.30, 9 o'clock Monday morning. I'm at the gym, LVAC, Flamingo in 215. I'm doing um, like an incline press machine. I got the weights on there. There's a 45, a 25, and a 10 on each side. And I just do, I'm just doing my thing. Doing my thing. I finish the set and I stand up. And this guy comes over and kind of taps me. So I turn to him thinking maybe he's going to ask, am I almost done? Uh, can I jump in? So I, I pull my headphones off and he goes, don't be dropping your weights. Excuse me? Don't be dropping your weights. I'm like, I'm not dropping my weights. He's like, see, you're dropping your weights. You're making all this noise. Don't be dropping your weights. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not dropping my weights. And I'm going to continue to do what I do because I'm not dropping my weights. He's accusing me of taking the, like, the weights off the machine and dropping them on the floor, uh-huh. which I'm not doing. I'm not doing at all. Now, when I, when I, when I, push up and I come down, I'm, I do a little bounce off the machine, which... Oh, uh, the clank. The clank. But it wasn't... It's not a loud clank. A lot of people clank. He goes... Uh, he says, well, well, well it's... Uh, a lot of people have a problem with it. And I go, I don't think a lot of people are... Pro-. And I got, I got angry at the guy. I was in a mood. So I, so I go, I don't think a lot of people got a problem with it. I think you got a problem with it. And I pointed at him. And he's like, just don't be dropping your weights, man. I'm like, I'm going to continue to do what I do. Sorry, man. And then he goes, you're scaring the people around us. And I looked over, and it's a trainer that I know. And he looked at me like, like, what? And this other girl that was doing this leg extension machine, she gave me this face like, what? Like, huh? Like, what's this guy talking about? And I said, then I said, I think the only one I'm scaring is you. So you go do you, and I'm going to go do my workout. And that was the end of it. But it got, it was like a kind of a heated confrontation at the gym. Well, and I agree. It sounds like you didn't really do anything wrong. But maybe, maybe it was louder than you thought because you said you had to take off your headphones to hear him. Maybe you didn't hear the clank. I don't know. But for him to get that mad about something like that is kind of ridiculous. And I can, I'm glad you stood your ground. But I, even if it was loud... He doesn't have to be so confrontational about it. You that's know? the way. That's the thing too. Because because I've been loud at the, the gym before and stuff. And and if if I was being loud, if you would have said, "Hey man, you're making all this," just the way, don't be dropping your weights. Yeah. Like, like if you would have said, "Hey man, you're you're really banging your weights off there. It's making a lot of." But even so, I've worked out without my headphones plenty of time, and I, I do bounce on certain machines, but it's not. It's not super loud. I'm not bringing it. It's literally like a one-inch bounce. It's not like I'm dropping it from, you know, three feet out. It's coming off. I'm coming down and getting that little one-inch push off the machine. Uh, but, yeah, and then he says, you're, you're scaring the people around you. And that's when I looked at the people around me. And the one trainer's like, whoa. Ah, I'm scared. <laughs> that's scared. Oh, no, I'm so scared. That man is dropping his weights. Have you ever had a stranger come up to you and, and either reprimand you in public or confront you like that in public? Um, You know, I, I remember one time, and I talked about it on the show my kids were really small and we went into Bath and Body Works for something and they were just fussing with each other. Like just like one would hit the other and then the other would hit back. But it wasn't like big and it wasn't they weren't loud. They were just kind of fussing with each other. And 
some stranger lady goes up to them and is like, do not be fighting with your sister. Like she yells at them. And oh, I just felt my head get hot. And Uh I swear to God, steam started coming out of my ears. I go, don't you ever reprimand my children. I just, I was ready to throw a punch. I was so, I was so (laughs) angry. And she's like, they're fighting with each other. And I'm like, none of your business. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed them and I was like, get away from us. And she just looks at me and she's like, you should not let them fight with each other. Um, And telling me what to do. I'm like, there's no way that that was going to end well with someone telling you how to take care of your own kids. And much less the, you telling them directly. I was like, don't speak to them. Don't look at them. Leave us alone. And that was that. I was just so angry. Well, I couldn't imagine. It's one thing to get reprimanded by a dude at the gym, but to have another parent like reprimand your kids. Have you ever been in that situation where you felt the need to reprimand someone else's kids? Well, I've never like reprimanded them, but like if my, you know, if my kids would have a friend over Uh and the kid was doing something they shouldn't be doing in my house. I just say like, Hey Bobby, don't do that. Please, please don't do that. You know? So I, but I wouldn't be like, Bobby, you go in the corner. I would never do something (laughs) like that, but I would tell them if they're doing something wrong, like, Hey, knock it off. Don't do that. You know? But, Oh man, I'm sorry that happened to you. That sucks, man. Now are you kind of like, Scared to see him again? No, or? Was it, well, it was the first time seeing this dude. Uh, and and when I actually felt really good about myself because it didn't phase me at all. Like, normally, maybe a situ- like, situation like that might phase me. But, like, it, it, I literally put my headphones back in, went back to the same machine, continued to do what I do. And I, I didn't see him the, at the rest of the, the morning. And so, yeah, it's, it's and I was thinking about it, I, I barely remember what the guy looks like. So, and I think he goes in the morning. I go in the afternoon. Now, if he was a big dude, like six foot five or something, I'd be okay. I won't bang my weights anymore. Oh, he was a small dude. <laughs> he was smaller. Than <laughs> small. <laughs> he was small. He was a smaller man. <laughs> I felt tough. Coming up here in the dirt, Elton John has a mid-air scare details in just about ten minutes. We never gossip, or would we? Let's go. Time for the daily dirt on Mix ninety four point one. Right before the dirt, a little sounder right there. That was Gail. Uh, that song just cracked the top five. So that song, Mercedes. I remember we talked about our favorite songs of of twenty twenty one. That was one of your favorite songs. That song is now moving up the charts big time. Better late than never, right? Yeah. It takes a little time for some of these songs to get to get going and to gain some traction. And I'm really happy about it. I really like that song a lot. What's nice segue to this because currently this is the now the number two song in the country. Glass Animals, Heat Waves, and this song has been climbing up the charts for like the past year. It is now sitting at number two. The number one song in the country is from Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. This song has now spent four weeks at number one, and the song is now the longest song from any Disney movie to hold the number one spot. Four weeks is the record. And then the soundtrack from Encanto is number one. Bruno is number one. Uh, They've both been number one for four weeks. The last song and soundtrack to sit at number one for four weeks goes all the way back to Whitney Houston and The Bodyguard. Wow. It's amazing what, what sticks you know what what resonates with people mm-hmm. and and makes it go to number 1 and it's a, it's a catchy song is there does anyone know um if there is a correlation between we don't talk about bruno and what was that disney movie um from oh gosh the silencio bruno i watched it what was that do you know what I'm talking I don't, about? Uh-uh. The kid, oh, Luca. So Luca, there was a whole um, 
thing saying silencio bruno silencio bruno and so is there any correlation between that and we don't talk about bruno um like it, i don't know i feel like they're very very uh Pixar and Disney, they're very slick with how they get these Easter eggs in. And does anyone know if there's any tie there? Like, do they come from the same worlds or something? I'm I, I'm trying to figure that one out. Yeah, let us know if you have if you have the answer to that. Um, it's something I wanted to plant in your head and you, Steph. Coming up at the end of the dirt, I want you to tell me, so I'll give you a minute or so to think about it, your favorite music video of all time. Oh, be, gosh. Be thinking about that while I do more I haven't seen here. a video in a long time. I know. It's probably some of your songs from the 90s, <laughs> early 2000s, most likely, right? Elton John. This is scary. Elton John suffered. This is a terrifying ordeal when the private jet he was in, he was flying, it suffered a hydraulic failure at 10,000 feet and was forced to make an emergency landing. So that alone is scary enough. The pilot coming on saying there's some hydraulic issues. We got to land. So he was flying from the UK to New York City. He's performing at Madison Square Garden. Something goes wrong. This is an hour into the flight, and the pilot says, we're going to make a U-turn. And we're going to land here in the coast of Southern Ireland. Now, as they're coming to land, there's 80 mile per hour winds. So they come down trying to make the landing. Last second, they got to pull up and abort the landing the first time. They circle around. They come back down for a second landing. Now, mind you, they have hydraulic issues. They got to land. They come down for a second time. 80 mile per hour winds. They had to abort a second landing. Pull it back up at the last second. It took three tries to land the plane. Dang, that's scary. That's super scary. Jeez. He ends up getting uh, everything fixed. And he's back in the States at his first concert and everything. But man, th- talk about a terrifying ordeal. One, you find out there's a hydraulic issue and you got to land immediately. Then secondly, the winds are so strong, you cannot land your airplane. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. I, I'm, I'm good with flying, but when there's turbulence or something, I start freaking out. Has anyone been in that situation where the pilot aborted? Didn't you board on a flight to yeah. Chicago and they aborted the landing at the last second? It was the, it was the weirdest thing. We came down and we hit the ground and then we went right back up and everyone's like it was here it was i think it's from chicago or no i can't remember it's to chicago because uh, other people were on the flight going to dj school oh okay but then it happened again because i know my husband was on the plane with me maybe he was going on that flight i don't know but yeah it happened it was weird i know more about your life than you that was the year that uh, your family came to the trip okay to, yeah because i remember school. my whole family was on the plane we were really freaked <laughs> out uh, this is sad news longtime vegas headliner the amazing jonathan passed away last night at his home at the age of 63 uh, he was he had a heart condition a heart disease issue he passed away last night and just, i remember he was such a sweet guy he used to come out to the food drive back in the day yeah he was a great guy and and just a really sad uh, series of tweets that his wife tweeted this morning saying that she was losing him. And it just, yeah, it's, it's a shame. He was really, really um, a, a good man. And, and he really did a lot for this community. He was on that when Chris Angel's Mind Freak was taken off. He was on that show a lot. So we got a lot of national recognition doing that show. So the reason I asked you to think about your favorite music video of all time is Classic Rock Magazine, which now goes by the name Louder Sound, ranked the 50 best rock music videos of all time. I'm going to hit you with those, but I want to know. Actually, I'll, I'll go to the top three. Then I want you to tell me what your favorite music video is of all time. So according to Louder Sound, these are the best rock videos of all time. Number three is Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody. Number two is Guns N' Roses, November 8th. The video did tell a story. Yeah, it was very long. What's a long one? And then the number one rock video of all time is Peter Gabriel. 
Sledgehammer from 1986, which I think that song still holds the records for the most VMA wins of all time in one night. This is, that's a hard question to answer, like, of all time, because I, I know I'm missing some great videos. Like, But I'm just going to go for the sake of talking about something timely and one of the biggest things for Las Vegas, I'm going to say Butter by BTS. Is BTS, favorite. Butter. It's my favorite music video of all time, just for right now, because I know that I have other ones. I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> I do love this video. It's super cute. I love their outfits. I just, uh, the whole aesthetic of it, I love I love this video. Now, for their shows, it's, it's four nights. It's April 8th and 9th, the 15th and 16th. I'm assuming the guys are just going to stay in town that week instead of leaving and going back home. Just stay here for the week. So will your daughters be kind of camping out, trying to meet them and try to track them down like other fans? We were trying to determine where they will be staying. We have an idea. And then um, also the Grammys are not long after that. So we think they're going to stay here for the Grammys because they're nominated. Well, the Gra- aren't the Grammys April 3rd? Yeah. So it's like right then it, right during before. that same, same time frame. So we think that they're going to be here that whole time. We don't know this for sure. Um, I have no confirmation on it, but yeah, we're we're all really excited. It about would make that. sense they just spend you to get here April third for the Grammys and to stay here through the sixteenth or actually through the seventeenth, the day after the show. Yeah, and we're gonna by the time they get here, my goal is to teach you the fan chant so that you can do the whole fan chant, uh, saying their names. It, you you got to learn that, okay? Army, Kim Nanju, Kim Sukjin, Min Yonggi, Young Hussok, Park Jimin. Kim John Jungkook, BTS. Okay, we're going to teach this to you. I'll have it. So we're going to get it for you. I'll have it. So we're right there with all the fans outside of Allegiant Stadium. It's going to be awesome. Steph, your favorite music video of all time. My favorite music video of all time is NSYNC. It's going to be me. That's when they were... They were at the, um, they were still dolls, and they were at the toy store, and then they come out of their little boxes, and they become real life. That was a cool video, was cool. Yeah. I, with their arms like they're on strings and stuff. Yep. Yeah, that no was really cool. Album was the best. Yep, that's a good one. We'll have Justin Timberlake, Chris Kirkpatrick, <laughs> Joey, Joey Fatone, JC Chazé, Lance Bass, and Sync. Hey. <laughs> Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning coming up in just a few minutes. The number two song in the country. If you're listening to the Daily Dirt, you know what that song is. It is 737. And speaking of music, do you have a song that pops into your mind when you think, oh, that's a classic. What's a classic song? You think, oh, this is a classic song. Um, for a lot of people, it probably dates back to your your childhood, something maybe your your parents listened to that just kind of pops in your head, or maybe it's something that you listened to when you were a teenager and it still stands the test of time. What d- is one of those songs for you? Do you have one? Uh, there was one that I heard over the weekend and listening to it, I'm like, this song was awesome when it came out. It made it to the 90s, through the 2000s. I think it's still cool today. So much of Prince's music, but this one in particular, Prince When Doves Cry. <laughs> song it's a good song Maybe people still like it today they go so like it 20 years from now 30 years from now for me I think like a current classic song uh-huh. and it doesn't see it you know what a lot of times we say classic we associate that with classic rock I I don't but whenever I hear the first few notes of mr. Brightside by the killers I'm just like oh 
I love this song. I feel like that's a that's a classic song. It'll stand the test of time. It will. For sure. I, I, so BuzzFeed asked, they had this poll, and they wanted to know about modern day classics to see what people think will stay classic in, say, a hundred years. So we have the songs, and what do you guys think? Yes or no? Will these songs be classics in a hundred years? Now, this song we played on this radio station a lot back in its heyday, and we still play it from time to time. It comes on. Which to me signals that it might be a classic. Smooth by Rob Thomas and Santana. What do you guys think? Is this going to be a classic in a hundred years? Yes or no? I think it will because art it has lasted 22 years. I remember playing this when I was brand new, maybe longer than 22 years. I think it came out in, tw- in 1998. Did it come out so longer? I think it will. I think the Santana factor carries it a little bit more too than just Rob Thomas alone the two of them together I think this one is going to stand a hundred years is a long time it is a long time what, what songs from 1922 are we still listening to the, we're not the, yeah There's that's nothing. true okay let's just say 50 years then. 50, uh, yeah <laughs> but in the next couple decades this song will still be relevant uh Steph do you think that song will be a classic in 50 years absolutely I love this song the drum part that 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 Oh, I love that part. Yes. Well, about half of people voted no. They said, no, it's not going to be classic with the other half split on yes. And I never heard of it. So the majority of the votes got no. Where does this stand for you? Um, I think it, hmm. Like, I think for me, it'll be a classic, but for my kids, I do not think it will be a classic. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're, they're going to hear it when they're adults and, and be like, oh, this song. I just don't think it has any meaning to them. But for me, yeah, I, I think it's a classic. Uh, what about a little Cisco? Let me see that song. Will the thong song be a classic? In 50 years. They asked 100 years. We're going to bring it back to like 50 years. Because like you made a good point. 100 years. What do we listen to from 1922? Um, Do you think the thong song will be a classic in 50 years? This song has five years left in it and then it's gone. This song is (laughs) not going to stand the test of time. Uh Uh-uh. There's no way. Lord help me if this song stands the test of time 50 years from now. I won't be here, but. Okay. So I just. First of all. You could be here in 50 years. Come on. I think the course of my grandfather, I could. Take yeah. care of yourself. <laughs> if I go eat Pappy's healthy. Um, but I, I am going to go, I'm going to disagree with you. I think it will be only for the fact that it's such a novelty. And if people are still wearing thongs, it will inevitably be brought up. It will continue to be brought That'll up. Keep it going. Is it, is it a classic because it's a great song? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But. I think it still has some longevity left in it. Steph, what do you think? As much as I love this song, like (laughs) this was my 2000s hit with me and my dad driving around town. I really don't think it's going to stand the test of time. (laughs) I just think they're like, what is this song they speak of in back in 2000? Didn't he have the platinum hair? I remember meeting him once. He had the hair going on and everything. Oh, oh my God. Nice fella. Okay, well, okay, from Thong Song to Taylor Swift. Wait, what did the people say with Thong Song? Oh, I'm sorry. Half of the responses agreed with you, too. They said no, while the other half are split on yes, and I've never heard of it. So what is it? I'd love to see the panelists. I never heard of it. (laughs) Young, hey, I understand. It could be, yeah, an age thing. Okay, so Taylor Swift. Swift. She has a lot of songs that are going to be classics. Will this song be a classic? Play, 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 
Yes or no? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I say yes also. Because uh, Shake It Makes Still a Thing, they're going to use it as a commercial in 30 years from now. People are like, what is that song? Oh, it's Taylor Swift's. Did you just say Shake and Bake? Yeah. What the hecking heck? Are you... <laughs> shake and Bake? <laughs> shake and Bake, is that still a thing? I'm sure it probably is. I just don't hear anybody refer to Shake and Bake Because anymore. in 30 years, Shake and Bake's had resurgence. I, I believe and Shake and use, Bake is a classic in your world. <laughs> they're going to use that song for the commercial in Shake and Bake years from now. Give that song, re, re-energize that song. Does anyone make Shake and Bake still? I, do, I don't even know that they manufacture that anymore. I don't think I've ever used Shake and Bake, but I was trying to think what item had Shake in the title. I went with Shake and Bake. Um, I stand corrected. It is still made. You can get it at your local Walmart. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, uh, Steph, uh, Taylor Swift, shake it off. Absolutely. This is such a feel-good song. You're going to hear it like at sporting events. So you're like, shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. <laughs> Agreed. So we all say yes. It is actually closely split between yes and no on that one. Um, I think I, I, with 100% confidence, I can say we will all vote yes on this next song. Okay. Will this song be a classic in 50 50- Dare I say even 100 years. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Classic? 100%. Just like if we look back at Brenda Lee and Rocking Around the Christmas Tree as a song from way back in the day, that's going to be this song. It's not going anywhere. I could not agree more. I think that it's going to... uh, forever be ingrained in just the Christmas holiday and everybody's going to continue to make those jokes on October 31st at the stroke of midnight when it goes to November 1st. Mariah's here. It's time to go. Steph, you agree? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Mariah Carey's great, great grandchildren are set with this song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesse texted us saying, uh, JC, you're thinking of wake and bake. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what you were okay. thinking of. <laughs> that works too, I guess. Someone says, happy birthday will outlast all of these songs. You you got that right. Happy birthday, I think, will definitely be the classic. Uh, Smooth is my jam. Anything Santana touches is classic. And then this one says, Welcome to the Black Parade by Mag Chemical Romance. That will be oh, a modern a one, classic yeah. song. Oh, my God. I weep when I hear that song. I don't know what is wrong with me. It's a great one. Next hour, Lumineers are going to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in July. And we have your tickets. It's their Brightside World Tour. Those tickets at 825. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us? What are the most and least sinful states in the U.S. Did Nevada lose the top spot? We'll talk about that. Also, the hot new fitness trend encourages you to do things on a smaller scale, we'll explain. And a woman goes in for a breast reduction surgery, and she comes out with gigantic breasts. We'll explain what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. Glass Animals, Heat Waves, that is the number two song in the country. It took 57 weeks for that song to hit number two, which is a record. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Have you ever looked around and just thought, wow, look at this place we live in. It is absolutely sinful. Well, I I think a lot of us living here don't feel that way most of the time, but a new study ranked all 50 states from the most sinful to the least sinful. 
or really from most sinful to slightly less sinful, but still very sinful. Uh, the rankings are based on stats that match the seven deadly sins, like crime rates for wrath, theft rates for jealousy, fast food joints per capita for gluttony, casinos for green, uh, uh, greed, uh, uh, adult websites for lust, plastic surgery rates for vanity, and exercise rates for sloth. And based on that, the most sinful states are at number five, Louisiana, number four, Florida, number three is Texas. The second most sinful state is California, and we're still number one. We still got it. Yeah, baby. The most sinful state in the country is Nevada. And how about the least sinful? Or like I said, still sinful, but just less sinful. Oh, can we guess? Yeah. Vermont. Vermont was number three on the least sinful. Hmm. Rhode Island. Rhode Island, not in the top ten. Delaware. Delaware, not in the top 10. I got no more guesses. Idaho is the least sinful state. Idaho at number one, followed by Wyoming, Vermont, South Dakota, and Iowa. Where's Illinois? Illinois on the list is uh, in the top 10 for most sinful. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Why do you, what what stands out about Illinois? Well, the first one, was it murders? Isn't like Chicago, like the murder capital of the world? Yeah. It's bad up there. Uh, I don't know if it's the murder capital of the world. I don't know if they (laughs) attained that um, recognition. Um, Your home state of Pennsylvania is also in the top 10 for most sinful. Is it? Yeah. It's, uh, it looks like it's number seven on the list. So I learned something about Chicago. What's Chicago's nickname? The Windy City. Do you know why it's called the Windy City? Because it's off the lake and it gets windy at the lake. That's what many people believe. But it's the Windy City because back in the day, I guess the politics of the city used to bounce back and forth, left to right, left to right. Oh. And like the winds of change. It was known as the Windy City. It is windy there, though. It by is. The lake. I think Vegas is more of a windy city than Chicago. Only certain times of the year. I feel like in the spring and the fall, that's when we get our windiness. When we get it, we get it. We yeah, get it good. It's bad. I never had allergies until I moved to Las Vegas. Right. Now I just have the worst allergies. I can't. I have not been on a walk with my husband in in weeks because I just I can't do it. When things are blooming, I will my eyes will turn red. I will just be a mess. So I have to do my workouts indoors now because I can't go outside. Did you take anything for it? No, I hate taking medication. Yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> if they tell me to take something, I'm like, no, I'll I'll battle through it. I'll be fine. So, ah, uh, such is life in Las Vegas. <laughs> that right. great. I'll just think in this town. Also this morning, if you are struggling to keep up with those lofty fitness goals you set up for yourself, uh, maybe you need to kick kick things off with less ambitious plans. Fitness instructors are talking about a hot new fitness trend called mini workouts. What are mini workouts? Well, they can be any workout that is 10 minutes or less. The idea is to be active more often to help with health goals like losing, toning up and having more energy. So some of the perks of a mini workout include that the fact that they naturally create daily movement. They may get rid of your guilt and they give you a major confidence boost. So basically... If you set up three mini workouts of 10 minutes each for you, maybe one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one in the late evening, they're saying you're just getting as much benefit as sitting down and doing a half-hour workout just by doing these little spurts of of working out. Split it up and you get that mental clarity, too, kind of just, at least for me, just after a workout, I just feel better about myself. Like a fog is lifted sometimes. If I'm in a funk, whether it just be go for a run, get done that run, and that funk is like, it starts to clear up a little bit. The fog starts to clear a little bit in my mind. I try to do mini workouts here at the station, but it's embarrassing 
embarrassing when I get caught. Like I, I used to stand and wait for my coffee to be made. And while it was brewing, I would just do squats. And my thing was, I need to do 25 squats before the coffee is finished mm-hmm. baking. So I'd sit there and, and then our engineer walked by once and he saw me doing my squats and I was really embarrassed. So I stopped doing that. And now instead I do uh, a lap around our whole building on the inside. And, and I try to make it from our office all the way back around before the coffee finishes brewing. You ever, and I have to power walk. Do you, to I was say, would you have a heavy heavy pace when you do that? Yeah, I have to because it, it does it fast. And it, actually, it's it's rare that I make it back in time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fast, so Those I'll have things. to run for the last uh, <laughs> the last sprint. Um, finally, this morning, so a Florida mom was booked into a Florida clinic for a breast reduction last November and was absolutely horrified. When she awoke from surgery and realized she actually had breast implants, a tummy tuck, and liposuction done. The clinic alleged they mixed her up with another patient. Her name is Tiffany Mills, and she says the tummy tuck left her in severe pain because she had no extra skin to pull. She was fine. She didn't need a tummy tuck. She said, my belly button looked like a coin slot. Because I'd been pulled as tight as possible. She says that they didn't tell her that they had mixed up her details with another patient until the next day. And when they did, they said, well, don't be upset about it. It looks like you got a free surgery. The Things only became worse for her when she was admitted to the hospital two weeks later after the wounds beneath her breast became infected and blood clots were found in her lungs and legs. She spent four days in the hospital with the following two months on antibiotics to clear up the infection. Since the procedure, she's been struggling to get her life back on track due to the financial, physical, and physiological uh, or psychological toll that the botched surgery has taken on her. And she needs even more corrective surgery in the future, although uh, who could blame her? She fears going under the knife again. That is scary. Here, here are even other operations, too, where to the point now where I think people, or I think even they do it before the surgery, if you have a knee surgery or something, that write down wrong knee or correct knee or not this knee, so they indicate because God forbid the doctor walks in and starts cutting open the wrong knee. Like, oh, we should be on the other knee. Let's stitch this side up. Didn't you? Did you see that? I th- I feel like I did a story once oh, where the guy had to have like his left leg amputated and they amputated the wrong leg. Oh, gosh. And then he had to have the other one amputated anyway. It's like it just, yeah, horrible things like that. I would be writing all over my body like, not here, <laughs> no. not here, not here. We're in the 8 o'clock hour, so that means we have heads up this hour right around 825, maybe closer to 830. Now, when you win it, you're going to get those tickets to go see the Lumineers. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. I just saw the funniest post, and I don't know if anyone else has ever had something that you know will trigger your spouse or that will get your spouse mad or what's the dumbest thing that made your spouse mad so someone uh posted i can't believe my wife is mad at me for talking about my ex-girlfriend and then someone commented i can who wouldn't be mad about that and he replied to him i was talking about my ex-girlfriend in the first grade (laughs) <laughs> so the, the the wife is mad that he referenced the the first grade girlfriend i mean what I, I, of all things to get mad at that seems a little uh a, a little um a, i don't know sensitive Petty? yeah sensitive? we all have past but may, i could see maybe he was talking about his last girlfriend oh she's yeah. so hot we did this we did that first grade First grade doesn't count. That's what I think. I feel like you gotta. You actually want to hear stories like that because they're endearing, mm-hmm. right? Um, why conflict is funniest when it's about the little thing. What is the silliest thing that angered 
your significant other? Uh, the dumb topic that made your guy mad, that made your girl mad. Uh, what? Maybe it's something that triggers your boss. The tiniest little thing. What is it? 702-364-9400. Um, it, is there something just little that made your wife really mad? It was so small that you're like, are you, are you really going to be upset about this? She is. Uh, she'll go through these phases where she'll organize the cabinets like really nice, like just like the, the pristine organization of the cabinets. And then maybe the next day I, I put, put something back and maybe she had the Advil to the far left and I just open up the medicine cabinet and put it in there to the far right. She'll get worked up over that. I was like, I just, I just organized. Like, it still looks good. I'm so, I didn't slide it to the left. This is to the right. I just organized this thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, but you just organized it for the first time in a long time. I'm sorry, it's to the right. I'll slide it to the left. But they do look so good. And I'll go put something. Or I'll just, I'll just throw it back up in there. And there's the, that one thing. I'll throw the whole organization off of the cabinets. That'll, uh, that'll get her going at times. It wasn't my husband, but I remember one of my girlfriends. And we joke about it to this day because she got so mad at me. And I, I feel like I was not in the wrong. So we were doing a, a charity event. And we... It, it was me and her and then another woman who we both knew but wasn't really in our friend group. And we were waiting to meet with them. So we were sitting in the waiting room and they had a, a coffee machine, like a, a Keurig machine. And so I stand up and I'm like, I'm going to make a cup of coffee. So I offered, I didn't offer my friend to get her a cup, but I offered the other woman. I'm like, do you want me to, to make you a cup of coffee? She's like, sure, that'd be great. And my friend was mad that I didn't offer to get her one, but I didn't offer to get her one. Because I know she does not drink coffee. Mm -hmm. So I was, I wasn't going to offer to get her a coffee when I know she does not, I know she doesn't. She makes it a point to tell me every time she, you know, we drink coffee that she doesn't drink coffee. So I'm like, do you want me to make you a coffee? And the woman's like, oh, that'd be great. Thank you. So I bring it back to her and I sit down and my friend's like, and? And I'm like, and what? You don't and drink she, coffee. <laughs> she was so mad at me for not offering, just offering, even though I knew that. So it was it was just so funny. Now we make a joke about it, but she was legit <laughs> mad at me. Um, what was the little thing that made someone mad? Anonymous, what happened with you? So the job I had, I had a 24-hour shift. After I got home, I passed out, you know, went to bed, woke up to my ex-wife being furious that I didn't clean the house and do the dishes after I had just gotten home from a 24-hour shift. <laughs> I mean, don't you know you're supposed to work 36 hours? Come on now. <laughs> wow. I guess. That is, uh, that is you, brutal. You said ex, ex-wife, was that? Yeah, ex-wife. Nah. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes things explain little things, themselves. Yeah, the little things start to add up to bigger things. Yeah, thanks, Anonymous. Let's talk to Leandra, who's one of our junior listeners. Hi, Leandra. Hi. Hi. Did you have someone get mad at you for a little thing? Yeah. Um, I was playing with my friend, and I had to move the pencil in order to get through. And she just, like, exploded. She was like, do not move that pencil. And it caught me so scared. I was like, what? <laughs> Some people get triggered and they're ready to go at it, and mm -hmm. you're like, "Wait, what can I do?" So scary, because she's busted out. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I, I can tell that you still think about this, and I do not blame you. Uh, this one says, "This." <laughs> My wife got so mad at me when she spotted a pair of earrings on my nightstand. They were her earrings. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been in our bedroom? <laughs> this one says, uh, I got in trouble because she wanted to, she went through my phone but didn't find anything to be mad about. And I got in trouble because she thought I must have deleted it. There was nothing. 
Oh, I mean, it's like they want to catch you in, mm-hmm. in something, but they still didn't. I'm still with Leandro. I mean, it's just a pencil. Come on. Those tickets to go see the Lumineers. We have them for you. We're doing heads up in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, they're yours when you win heads up. The Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. During that commercial break that we just had, I, I was back in her office. And every time I go back in her office, I think of my grandmother. And here's the reason why. There's a full-size Hershey's chocolate bar in our office, and it's there going all the way back to that Try Tuesday where we did the um, trouble gum, the really uh, hot gum. Yeah. Because our boss bought us some chocolate and stuff to try to kind of cool our mouths off. And the reason I think of my grandmother was that she always had, like, that was her thing. She always had, like, a full-size Hershey's chocolate bar in her house. I don't know if like, that was her craving or she had them for us, but that, that was, like, it was a guarantee. My grandmother always had a full-size Hershey bar on hand at all times. That was like her, that was like her gimmick back in the day. Grandmas all have gimmicks. They all have like their thing that that they constantly have with them. I, I don't you think that I think all so, grandmas yes. have gimmicks? They're, that's why they're grandmas. Like they all have the thing that they're kind of known for. And for you, it was uh, it was your your Hershey bar, full-size Hershey bar. Yep, mm-hmm. she always had one on hand. What is the thing that your grandma always had on hand, no matter what? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Like that was her gimmick. Whether it was a candy or something or. Maybe a, a specific uh, item of clothing that she always wore or something that she always made. Like, what what was your grandma's gimmick or what did she always have on hand? 702-364-9400. Your grandmother gimmick. Mercedes, what was your grandmother's gimmick? <laughs> this is good. She always had um, matching pants and shirts. Like, when I say matching... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean matching. Like she would have um, yellow pants and then she'd have a white shirt with yellow polka dots, the exact same color yellow that matched it. Or she, And they were all elastic waistband. Like my grandma Mona had every color pants and shirt outfit combo you could imagine. Um, I remember one in particular, which was my favorite one, was her seafoam green pants. And then she had... Um, a white shirt with seafoam green polka dots. And like, I think she just had like a polka dot shirt and, and elastic waistband pants. Like that was my grandma Mona's gimmick. She always <laughs> had the matching elastic waistband pants, crazy colors, and like never just regular black or blue. Like they were always like pink or purple. <laughs> like it just, yeah. If I told you the outfit, you'd have a hard time guessing if it was a toddler's outfit or my grandma's outfit. But like, where, they match, and they looked amazing on her. Where did she get them? Was it like a grandmother's clothing's only store? Like, because I felt like there's a there's a certain grandmother look. Like, so where, where did she get those outfits, you know? Like, is it, how did she went somewhere? Sounds like it was, it was her kind of style. It was her gimmick. But where would she go to get that grandmother clothes? I do remember shopping with her once. My mom took us to the mall, and I remember following her to to the women's section, and she wanted me to help her pick out an outfit. And I remember her specifically saying to me, it cannot be a pair of pants with a zipper on it. It has to be <laughs> just ones you pull up on. I was, so I was just looking... And it, in my mind, it was like the old lady clothes, but I don't think they had a specific old lady section, but it was a department store. Okay. All so, right. yeah, it was really, it was kind of funny. What was your grandma's gimmick? 702-364-9400. Uh, Sarah, this was not your grandma. This was your grandpa, right? 
Correct. My grandpa, apparently when he was younger, he was like 16 or whatever, but he um, he was a smoker. So after he gave it up, when he became like 20, it was about, you know, the younger, older days. But then he always, always had wintergreen lifesavers on hand. Always. That That's his gimmick. And did you ever did you ever take any and then go into a dark room and bite them to see the spark? Oh, Oh, absolutely. All the time. I mean, that's why he had so many, because he actually knew that. So he would give it to me and my sister and be like, go in the bathroom, go in the bathroom and try this. I thought that was the coolest trick ever. That is so fun. Did you ever do that, JC? Oh, yeah. What kid did it? Oh, if, man. If you're listening right now, don't know what we're talking about, you got to try it. They still have wintergreen lifesavers, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I actually have some in my uh, in my pantry right now. I love those. If I want something sweet, sometimes I'll just go with that. But who knew? I was inspired by Sarah's grandpa. Thanks for your call, Sarah. Sarah, uh, let's talk to Suzanne. Suzanne, what was your grandma's gimmick? She always had babka. No, oh, that's a great gimmick. <laughs> God bless her. I can just see her. Did she have like her chair that she would sit in and drink her vodka? No, honestly, I didn't know she was an alcoholic until I was like 20 because she always kept it in a little cup. Oh, it's, it's like one of those secretive cups that you're like, oh, grandma's just drinking water, but it was vodka this whole time. Suzanne, my grandmother did the same thing with beer. It looked like she was drinking coffee all the time. It was, it was beer. Oh, in a mug? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was beer in a mug. Uh, they had that special smell. Grandma's breath. <laughs> I'm like, why does grandma have that special breath? Grandmas have a smell. Mm. Their breath has a smell. Their bodies have a smell. It's it's true. I love it. it it's so comforting. Steph, did your, did your grandma have a gimmick or did she always have something on hand? She always had white Tic Tacs, the little mints. She mm-hmm. always used to have them, and it would always be the white ones. It would be no other color. And ever after, every time after lunch, we would go out to lunch, and it was at the commissary at the Navy Exchange. She would shake her little shaker, shaker. She goes, oh, anyone want Tic Tacs? And then she lets, everyone opens her hand, our palms are up. She goes, here's Tic Tac for you, Tic Tac for you. Ah, oh, Grandma, I miss it, you. It's so cute because um, whenever you have a pack of those Tic Tacs, you have to shake them. Just to prove you have them. Have yep. you ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. You cannot have a uh, have a pack of them without like that was that was the thing you had to do. And whoever does just does one Tic Tac, you oh, can't yeah. do one Tic Tac. You have like a handful of them. <laughs> Dumb in my hand. More, Grandma. More. <laughs> but they were Only always one. so hard to get out. They were always like you were just like, come on, more's got to get get out of here. That one would jam it up. It wasn't a big enough dispenser. Well, that's what I guess the lid of a Tic Tac has a little circle that fits one Tic Tac, and that's supposed to be like. Like the dispensing little area. One Tic Tac. Who do, you can't do one Tic Tac. I know. That's I know. Insanity. Grandmas. Someone just texted said, "My Mercedes. My mother wears those same outfits still to this day." Um, and then this one says, "My Dee Dee says my grandma's gimmick was slaps." Anytime you do or say something stupid, you're getting slapped. <laughs> Needless to say, me and my brothers were slapped a lot. <laughs> Grandma's had that, uh, had that power. <laughs> we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play Heads Up, and we got a cool prize for you. Yeah, we do. We have a pair of tickets for you to see the Lumineers. They're coming to town, the MGM Grand Garden Arena. On July 24th, that's going to be a fun show, the Brightside World Tour. If you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category, and you get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. It's as easy as that. Caller 20, you're playing right now, 702-364-9400. Right now, it's 21 Pilots on Mix 94.1. 
It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant, Cindy, your caller 20. You ready to play some Heads Up? Sure am. Okay, we have these Lumineers tickets we want to give you. All you got to do is get six answers in 60 seconds in one of these categories. Do you want to go with chili beans, President's Day, or nacho chips? Um, nacho chips. Nacho chips it is. Okay, National Tortilla Chip Day is tomorrow. So these are all foods that you would eat with tortilla chips. Now, who do okay. you want to pick as your partner? Um, let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Cindy. You got 60 seconds on the clock, and they start now. You might dip it in this red stuff made out of tomatoes. Salsa. Yes. You might dip it in this green stuff made out of avocado. Welcome yes, this is um, cheddar, mozzarella, um, nacho cheese. Oh, yes, just cheese. Okay, uh, yes. pinto. Um, Beans. Yes, this is um, this is when you take pine nuts and herbs and you grind it up and it creates a, a this type of sauce. Oh. Let's go. Let's pass that. Um, Let's pass that one. This is um, on Tuesdays. People like to eat these. They uh, come soft or hard. Yes. This is um, you might make this as a side dish for your tacos and not beans, but. Right. Yes. Right. Yay. You got it. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cindy. You cruise to that category, and because of that, he's got tickets to go see the Lumineers, MGM Grand Garden Arena. This show is on July 24th. It's their Bright Side World Tour. You want tickets to go see the Lumineers? It's simple. Just be here tomorrow at 825. And then next hour, there's tickets for you to go see Usher, his residency. We have him at 940. Here's the latest from Charlie Puth. It's Mix. Yeah. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 841. We are loving all of your posts on our Facebook page in regards to the grandma question of what what thing your grandma always had on her. And just reading some of these, it's just so sweet. Grandmas are so, so sweet. And they mean so much to us. And it, I'm reading these and I was like, it reminded me of something I saw last night. There is a guy on TikTok and highly recommend as a follow um, just some really inspiring stuff and, and some stuff that makes you think. And his name is Hunter Prosper. And he his whole thing is going up to strangers and either asking them a, a question to hear their story. He says every stranger has a story or sometimes he'll walk up to strangers who are just sitting there and he'll hand them a note and just walk away. Um, and the note will say something like. I know that you've been having a hard time, but just know you're doing the best you can or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you, people, someone's filming their reaction. And a lot of times these people are just like stunned or like they start crying. And it's just it's really it's really beautiful. And the grandma conversation got me thinking about a question and an answer that I came across on my for you page the other day. Um, Here is the question that Hunter Prosper asked to a stranger. And think of how you would answer this question. Here it is. What's the most pain you felt that wasn't physical? What is the most pain you felt that wasn't physical? How would you answer that question? Think about that. The most pain you felt that 
wasn't physical. This this is what uh, one guy said about his grandma. Probably my grandma dying. She kind of raised me more than anybody else. So I was in the army at the time. It kind of made me lose focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start feeling sorry for myself a little bit. Time goes on, so you gotta go on. But it's like I don't know if I rebound it because yeah. I still think about it all the time. I still think about my grandma like every day. Still wish she could have had a chance to see my kids. Still, That's I cool. just wonder like how she would have, you know, treated them. Like you know what I mean? Uh, I'm sure amazing. It's like, it just like tugs at your heartstrings, yeah, you know? Music playing too and everything. I yeah. know. Wow, it's sad. So, so I don't know if we're mentally prepared for this, but I thought maybe we could talk about it. And if you want to comment, 702-364-9400, what is the most pain you felt that wasn't physical? Um, there's another one in here. doesn't have to do with grandma if we want to hear this just for a frame of reference. I was dating somebody and they told me that they didn't want me to go to their party because their friends didn't like me. Why did that hurt your feelings so much? Because I have this like deep fear that I'm unlovable and that people are secretly ashamed of me. That I almost validated me. Yeah, so I felt really sad. Oh my God, I hug the guy. <laughs> I know. Like your mom, man. It, because of one person, you know, it, it, made, it, it causes people pain that doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be physical. Does anyone want to <laughs> volunteer for this one? Do you want to go first? I think oh. Stephanie, she's on the phone. I need a second. To, I mean, I, there's something in my mind that's <laughs> popping out. I just want to figure out how I want to say it. The thing that popped out in my mind. Do you want music too to go with I, it? I don't know. Now that I think about it, I don't. Because, oh gosh. Yeah, you know what? No. No. Because <laughs> it, it might make me upset. I think the TikTok guy puts the music in afterwards. Yeah. The people are telling their story with the music oh, playing yeah, in the background. Oh yeah, there's like no symphony <laughs> yeah. there or anything. Um I've never said this on the air before. No, at least I don't believe it uh, that I have. And I don't know that I ever told you. But is definitely uh, probably the most pain I have uh, ever felt that wasn't physical. I can't believe I'm about to say it. Okay. Uh, so I, the most pain I ever felt that was, wasn't physical was that I had a miscarriage between Sophie and Brooklyn. And that, I still think about that a lot. But I guess, you know, looking at how things turned out, I'm I, I'm, not, I'm not happy. <laughs> but I... Yeah, it was hard. It was it was hard and I still think about it a lot, but I never talk about it. Like this is like the first time I really have ver- verbalized this. So that's why I'm like I don't really know what to say, but that was a hard time and I never I I I never really told them and I don't really talk to to Matt about it cuz he knows it bothers me, but that was probably the most pain that I have ever felt that wasn't physical. This happened. Well, first, I'm so I'm so sorry that you you went through that, and you've never told me that, and you've never shared it on the air. But is this weird that I felt like you kind of went through something like that? Did you tell our boss? I you, I did because I had to be. You out. took time off, yeah, right? I did, and I I think we just said I was sick. Because I remember you taking some random time off back, you know, prior formations of the show. Yeah, and I remember you taking some time off and asking the boss that she's dealing with some issues, some personal issues. Just thinking like, because I remember you like. Coming back and your mindset being a little bit different. 
But yeah, you, you know, you don't ask, you don't pry, you don't say these things. But it's like, is it weird? Like, like internally, part of me felt like you went through something like that, but I never asked or approached the subject. I'm so like you never addressed this on the air. You never came back and said anything. I'm so sorry that you went through that, and I'm so sorry that you that you and Matt. Uh, that Matt dealt with that as well. Did you just say that the girls didn't know it until, so if they're hearing it, they're hearing it for the first time right now? Well, it's no coincidence I'm talking about this while they're in school. Wow. <laughs> um, I, I've talked about it with Sophie. I, and, and obviously, please don't say anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's come up, but I don't really know how to say it without, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think I got stronger uh, from it. And obviously there's still emotions there that are deep buried and some deep seated trauma from it. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I, you know, I should not be ashamed to talk about it because I shouldn't be ashamed that like, it wasn't my fault. You know, I think a lot of that was coming to that point of realizing it wasn't my fault. You do you, you put blame on yourself? I, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as I've gotten older, I realized that it was not my fault, mm-hmm. you know, that just things just did not happen the way I thought they were going to happen. And so do you remember the year? Uh, 2006. And um, so a lot of times people will ask, like, why did you wait so long between the girls? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you have this? And like, I don't want to be like, well, yeah, we tried. <laughs> I didn't. But, you know, um. But yeah, so I think that for me, that is definitely it. And it it still hurts, obviously, like, and it feels weird saying it out loud. So mm-hmm. I'm a little like kind of embarrassed. Well, Not- I think there's so I many people deal with this. I think this is a great thing you're talking about. Cause I think the people are probably in the same situation that are trying to process the whole thing and, and are dealing with that right now where they're hearing you and they look up to you. And that there is, um, I want to say, maybe light at the end of the tunnel, but look what happened after that. Look with uh, how Brooklyn That's why came I along, look at her, you know? and I'm like, couldn't imagine life without her. Couldn't imagine it. Not at all. And so, like I said, I hate you saying, oh, things happen for a reason. Like, I don't, I, I'm not trying to say it in that way, but at the same time, th- things happened the way they were supposed to happen because I needed to, I needed to have Brooklyn in my life. You would know you, what I mean? Was your guys' plan to just have two kids? Um, or would you think if, if... I always wanted three, but yeah. that was always like a, an issue with uh, between Matt and I. But mm-hmm. um, Brooklyn was a surprise. That, that We weren't trying anything. I think I was still kind of... Was she of, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. We weren't, we weren't trying. Here's another bomb for you, Brooklyn. Like, you were surprised. But, but but in a good way. Yeah, we, of course. We weren't, not, we weren't not trying, yeah. but we weren't actively like, we let's let's have another baby. We were like, hey, if it happens, it happens. I wasn't putting any pressure on myself mm-hmm. because of what happened before, so... I feel like it took this whole segment, so please let's move on to you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not. Please, on absolutely not. I'm not going to come after you, you and be like, "Oh, let me one up be my no, pain." No, I don't want you. Uh-huh. To, I want to. Uh, this is about you. No, it's not. I. We can go to calls. I, I'm not going to jump in on this one. We, if we want to take, because the phones are lighting up. I, but I feel like, I feel like that would be doing a disservice to you and to all I'm of not, our listeners. No, because I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, you, don't feel comfortable. I don't want to jump on. Like, I didn't feel comfortable either. I know. And you share something <laughs> so very big. I'm not going to step in like, let me, no, this no, is not. We're t- no, 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 My no. turn is over. Now it is your turn. And we're please, late then. I'm gonna, I'll start a song please, before, I, before I jump. Because then I feel really ridiculous that I I said that and then you're not going to say anything. Because and then I feel is, really, ri- it's not one-upping. It's your turn. It's please. It's not. I do not. I don't feel comfortable jumping in right now. I didn't feel comfortable saying that. 
I know. And you just shared something so emotional with us. I, I'm, I know there's callers that probably want to talk to you. Steph wants to jump in and say a couple of words to you as well. And so I don't feel like, let me step in here and talk about my thing. because I know, but because this is, this it would a, make me feel so much better <laughs> if you also contributed to this. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't want to force you to, but it would make me feel a lot better if I wasn't the only one who... Uh, who said something like that? No, it's it's a weird right now. No, I'm not. Steph, Steph wanted to say some words to you. I she's keep making eye contact with me. So, Steph, go ahead. <laughs> no, I I feel for JC. It's just like hearing that story, Mercedes. It just, and and I think we talked about it briefly because I was talking about my how my mom went through that. Yeah, and I just was scared for my future, like how I would feel. Like trying to get pregnant, and I know a lot of my friends are trying to get pregnant. That that it's hard for them, um, and that's one of the worries that of of all my generation. I think it's like it's harder to get pregnant nowadays. And I opened up about that with you, and then you shared that with me, and I said, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And it, it's not about like it's a Mercedes story. It's just hard to kind of go after like hearing that and someone that's experienced that. But you know, I'm so happy that you know you, you've talked about it because you did say that you've never said anything like this, and and I love that for sharing that. That it takes a lot of strength to talk about that stuff. I mean, there's people too going through that right now. Can I like, can I identify with you? Which is just big. Which is which is you know you touch a lot of lives right now. Well, I I. You know, thank you. I'm not. I wasn't looking for a pat on the back or anything. I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I felt like if we were going to be honest on this, I could have easily said something like, you know, my father passing away. But I'll be honest, when he passed away, I felt numb. I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I just felt numb. Um, but that one was the non-physical for me. So. Yeah, well, it looks like I hijacked that whole segment. No, so. no, no, that was. Uh, it's that a hard thing awkward. to like, like you can keep like taking call, even like going to the phones too, because we we see all the pain that you guys have right now. I think it's a it's a hard transition to go from one story to another to another. Right. Well, maybe one day you'll reveal we'll that make, to we'll, us. We'll make it a, uh, a what's today Wednesday morning eight fifty tradition. <laughs> maybe a once a month thing. <laughs> Let's try it Tuesday and reveal your pain Thursdays. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, Mercedes, thank you for sharing that, and just again, you know, just. Sorry that you went through no, that. No, it's a, it's all good. I uh, like I said, I am uh, a stronger person now, and I actually feel like we're gonna be too late for a hot three, don't you? Um, we can skip that three. I just I feel like there's mm. <laughs> yeah. What ways roll song? Yeah, music is always music, good. Music when in doubt, play a song. When in doubt, you go to Ed Sheeran. It's shivers. It's mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, 9 o'clock hour, uh, this hour, right around 9.40, there's tickets for you to go see Usher. Uh, I told you my neighbor is moving, my, my next door neighbor is moving, and Tuesday's trash day in our neighborhood, and, and I was coming home from the radio show and pulling in, and I'm approaching their house, it was on my right, and they got a bunch of stuff out there, and I, it looks like signs and paintings that they're tossing out, and I just see the end of one sign, um, I like see the word memories, like, okay, interesting. So I park my car, and I got to go get the mail. So I got to walk past their trash. And as I get closer, I realize it's one of those kitchen signs. And it says, meals and memories are made here. Oh, that's very sweet. It's a sweet kitchen sign, is it not? Meals and memories are made here. Did you have a, did you have a campy or did you have a... Uh, yeah, I don't want to say it's cheesy. Maybe it is cheesy. One of those kitchen signs. Live, laugh, love. Yes. No, I don't have a kitchen sign. I, I, I do not have one. I have never had one. Um, but I have a friend who has one, and it's, <laughs> it's cute. And I always read these kitchen signs in a certain voice in my head. Mm-hmm. Like when I see them, I, I immediately switch to that voice, and then I, I read it in my head. And her kitchen sign says, the secret ingredient is love and butter. <laughs> and butter is at the very bottom in smaller letters. The secret ingredient is love 
and butter. <laughs> That's always the way I read it in my head. It's so funny. Well, do you have a kitchen sign? Have you seen one? Did you have one growing up? What was it? And this one was. This one looks so new. Meals and memories are made here, and they've been showing their house. Part of me thinks did they did like a realtor grab that sign to throw it up in the kitchen, like to make the house look more inviting. Is that a, is that a tactic realtors use when you walk into the kitchen? Like, oh, meals and memories are made in this kitchen. We should buy this home, honey. How do you know it was in the kitchen and not in the bedroom? <laughs> Meals and memories. Mm, what are you dining on? It'd <laughs> oh. be great if it was in their bedroom. You go walking in, and what was your friends? The secret ingredient is love and butter. Okay, let's take kitchen signs and put them in the bedroom. <laughs> like, okay. It makes them so much more entertaining. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Was that the one that we said everywhere? Live, laugh, love. Uh-huh. Uh, 702-364-9400. What is your kitchen sign? Or maybe it's the kitchen sign that your parents had in, in, in their kitchen. Um, we're going to turn it into a bedroom sign, too. So That's, this makes the bit even better. 702-364-9400. Um, let's see here. So Someone just sent me a screenshot of a kitchen sign. I, let me zoom in. What does this say? <laughs> I <laughs> okay. No bitching in my kitchen. <laughs> That's what it says. Put that in the bedroom. <laughs> that, that could go in there. Don't, don't be doing that in there either. Uh, let's talk to Elise. Elise, do you have a kitchen sign? I do. What does it, it say? Says, Make your words sweet because you never know if you're going to have to eat them later. Oh, I like that. And it also does fit in the bedroom if you think about it. I, I like that. I just, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Thank you, Elise. I just popped open, like, I don't know if it's Etsy or something, but in this kitchen, we dance. Oh, that's it? Yeah, but how, you put that in your bedroom. Yeah, that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's, it just has a picture of five stars, uh-huh. and it says, we'll definitely eat here again, in quotes, like someone raided the kitchen. <laughs> But if you put that somewhere else. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see here. This one says, uh, our kitchen sign says, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. <laughs> <laughs> that works in the bedroom. Yep, it sure does. Jamie, good morning. What's your kitchen sign? Good morning. Um, my kitchen sign says, I only have a kitchen because the house came with it. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't work in the bedroom, but I love that. That is basically my kitchen. I need that sign. Uh, This one says, ours is a pretty boring sign, but maybe you could put it somewhere else. It just says, let's eat. (laughs) Right about the bed. (laughs) Let's eat. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? On Mix 94.1. BTS is trending this morning. Get ready, Army. The boys are coming back to the States, and this time they are in our hometown for four nights. BTS is continuing their world tour with BTS permission to dance on stage Las Vegas. It's happening in April. I can't believe it's like right around the corner. The shows are going to take place at Allegiant Stadium on April 8th, 9th, 15th, and 16th. You can actually register to buy tickets now through Saturday through their verified fan club membership or through the verified Ticketmaster membership. They are nominated for Best Pop Duo Group Performance at this year's Grammy Awards. Want to want to hear some of the hits of of BTS? Yeah, what do you got? What do we have here? We got uh, we got this. Idol. 
Let's get well-versed in some of the hits. Go to DNA. Now, when you, when they talk about DNA, they do that, like, shoot, shooting thing, like ice in the veins kind of thing. Oh. So, uh, I'm going to teach you, like, what, I, what I've what learned. What you know? What you yeah. picked up from Sophie? Yes. Is this uh, an actual mic dropping or song called this Mic Drop? This song is called Mic Drop. I, this is one of my favorite songs. Let's hear one more here. No, 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 absolutely not. You're drunk. Go home. <laughs> They're opening for BTS. And then we're going to teach you the fan chant. You're going to get this. Can we Can we practice yeah, this? Yeah, I think I got it. Okay. Well, I looked it up. I want to see if I'm saying the names right. Okay. okay. Army! Kim Namjoon. Kim Suk Jin. Min Junji, Yungi, Yungi, Jung Hoseki, Yo Hose, Hose, Park Jimin, Kim Tae Young, John Jung Kook. BTS. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it. We're gonna get Kim it. Kim Namjoon. That's that's RM. Okay. Namjoon is is RM. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit. Let's let's just do one at a time. Let's just concentrate on RM for today. RM is the leader of the group. Okay. RM stands for Rap Monster. Kim mm-hmm. Namjoon is his real name. Um. It, it, there's an act of Namjooning. If you are if you are Namjooning, you are going out. You are experiencing nature. You are you are you are appreciating the beautiful things in life. That's that's Namjooning. He he is he has become my bias. I I am a fan of RM. Bias is the one you're. He's your favorite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got to figure out who your bias. is. I know. Is. I, I, is there like a BuzzFeed quiz to find out which BTS member you're most like? I'm. Yes, there is, and I'm going to send. <laughs> I'm going to send that to send you right to now. I will take it, and then we'll find out. Because but there's a BuzzFeed quiz to find out which member of Twilight you are, which member of Inventing Anna are you? The whole thing. Okay, so I'm going to send you that quiz while I finish up what's trending here, and then you can uh, let us know at the end of what's trending who your bias is. Am and, I going and email, text, or am I going? Uh, I'm going to send it to you via text, and I'm sending it to you to uh, Steph. So. So um, also trending this morning is smartphone. Uh, a new poll says six in 10 people cannot make it through a single day without their smartphone. That's really sad. This was surprising, though. Only three in 10 people claim that they never leave the house without their phone. So that means seven out of 10 of us are actually leaving the house without our phones. It's very brave. I'm definitely not one of them. Uh, so who what do we depend on our phones for the most? 68 percent say we use it for photos. 64 percent use it as a clock and 60 two percent depend on it to get the weather i don't see making phone calls on there uh but maybe it's lower on the list and when it comes to what's most important to people these days the poll finds that nothing is more upsetting than losing a smartphone nearly half said it would be upsetting that's more than the number of people who would stress out over losing their bank card their car keys or their wedding ring and then finally this morning, are you almost done? I'm going through it. Steph, you're going through it as well. Okay. We're finding out who um, their biases will be. Who's your bias? We'll, we'll get to bias record another day. But yeah, uh, Krispy Kreme is trending. They've combined Krispy Kreme with with Twix bars. Like it's the most indulgent donut I've ever heard of. Um, there's three new varieties there. And one of them includes the caramel cookie crunch bar donut, which is it is actually filled with a full-size Twix bar inside the donut, and then it's dipped in chocolate icing and covered with more Twix pieces. Sounds delicious. I just need to go to the gym after talking about it. I can't imagine eating it. And that is what's trending. Um, so I'm at, I'm at a point in the quiz where it asked me, what is my favorite BTS moment? 
Oh. And some of these PTS moments I need to hear more about. Like, so Jimin trying to sit down, kicking himself in the face and falling off the chair. <laughs> He's very, yeah. I'll send you the video. It's really funny. Yeah, um, that's iconic. There's one, these quotes, ding dong. That's a fairly funny moment. The um, I'm just gonna click that. I'm gonna click kick in the face. That favorite season. That I think that's like Jungkook. He kind of um learns to say ding dong in kind of his evolution of it. I think, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I got mine. Who's your Who do you think I am? I think your bias is V. Okay, I'm gonna read the description. You tell me who I am. Okay. It says even though he often seems like this tough guy. He is basically the biggest baby ever. Sugar? Sugar! Oh my gosh! Sugar! You got sugar? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's uh, he's my second, he's my bias wrecker. I love him. You can also call him Yungi, okay? Okay. Call him Yungi. Steph, who's yours? All right, I'll just description alone, Mercedes. Maybe you can, you okay. can guess. Okay. His dancing alone is reason enough. J-Hope. Yeah? yeah. J-Hope. Wow. Jay, I knew you would be J-Hope. Yeah. He's the best dancer <laughs> in the group. So, yes. Oh, my gosh. So, we have, wow, we have a Yoongi and we have a Hobie here. I'm so excited about this. This, this is cool. I, I want to go back and learn more about the, the guys' <laughs> moments, too. Oh, yeah. I, I have compilation of, of his moments. He is so cute. He is, oh, our little Yoongi. He's so cute. I'm going to send you so much information on him. You're going to know him, like, front and back by the, by the time they get here. We have those tickets for you to go see Usher in just about uh, 10 minutes, let's say. We're running a little bit late this morning, but tickets to go see Usher. We got him in 10 minutes, and here are all the details on his residency. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Phones are ringing right now. Hey, Tiffany, good morning. Good morning. You are caller 20. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Tiffany. You just got tickets to Usher's residency at Dolby Live at Park MGM. We're talking shows July through October. New dates there. They go on sale this Friday morning, but you're all set with yours. Congrats. Thank you so much. Make sure you keep listening. We will have more tickets for you. In fact, Heather Collins will have some for you coming up during her show. So make sure you listen for that. And we'll have another pair tomorrow morning in the 9 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Oh, man, we are late. J-Love is not going to be happy with us. He's got a suit on today. Oh, no, that means we're in trouble. Yep, he's Whenever got a he wears suit. a suit, something's happening. <laughs> All right, well, we are headed out before we get in more trouble. Make sure you listen to J-Love. He actually is a very cool guy, and he is coming up next to get you through the workday. But right now, it's time for the line of the day. Let me pull this up here. So BuzzFeed, they had a poll asking what modern day can still be classics in 100 years. I'm going to give you one more, Mercedes. We didn't touch on this one. Will this song still be a classic 100 years from now? Absolutely. There's going to be... In the in the museums, there's the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. Then there's a, you know a landmarks like the Liberty Bell. And then there is... The outfit, the Britney outfit from that song. Absolutely. Which you got a Kmart we learned yesterday. Yes. By the way, 88% of people agreed with you in that BuzzFeed poll. The question is, is this kind of BuzzFeed poll accurate? Well, I went back to the archives from 1922 when they did the same poll and people said this song, Plucky Daisy, would still be a hit. And they're right. Still a smash hit to this day. I mean, I think I... 
Megan Thee Stallion samples this in <laughs> her does. latest song. She, she does. does. <laughs> Still ahead, so we're on to something. That'll do it for show number 1573 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.